How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal, as always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. And why am I happy? Why are why are you so happy? I don't I'm I'm struggling to understand. Have we gotten have we gotten over the loss? Is no. that is that no. is that what it is? No. Sorry. No. Sorry. no. And I didn't win the Powerball either. So neither one of those things are putting me in a good mood. Okay. What's putting me in a good mood is tonight starts the NHL mm. Rangers season. The Rangers are back. NHL. Back. It's so it's so great to see. It's so great to see um hockey back. It's going to be a good uh uh, it, it or it should. I'm not gonna say it. it should be a good season. Should be. I think it's gonna be a good season for the Rangers and hockey's back. Uh, Connor Bedard already scored his first goal. I don't know if anyone saw that. We couldn't do a NHL preview because we're so in the middle of all this football stuff. Um, and no one cares, also uh, except us. Yep. But first but overall pick, will... the next coming of uh, McDavid did score his Dude, first goal already. The, the kid's barely barely 18 years old. He he's like six months older than your sister. He already has two points in two games. Like he's he's a stud. All right, he's a stud. We got uh we we got football to talk about though. We got to keep it going on our Friday episode as usual. Week six, we are Week on the six. move. Um, we are going to do our usual picks for the NFL. Um, I still have a one game lead in the pick'em, so we'll see how many different we can get. I would love another week like two weeks ago where we had that many different. I don't think it's going to be like that. I don't no chance. believe. I think there, there, this a lot of one-sided, a lot of one-sided games. A lot, a lot of one-sided. So we'll see if we have any crazy picks there. Um, and then we have some big college football games to talk about to start as well. So let's get into it. Let's run it. Let's start in college football where we have three really big ranked games this weekend. Probably the biggest of them all is Oregon, Washington, uh, three thirty, yep. Pac twelve. Uh, the two best teams right now in the Pac-12, uh, seven and eight in the rankings. Uh, Michael Penix is Michael Penix Jr. is a Heisman candidate, and right now probably the Heisman leader um, for yep. the Heisman Trophy. And Bo Nix um, right there as a Heisman Trophy finalist right now as well. Um, so you got two two of the best quarterbacks in the country facing off in this one, um, and it's going to be an excellent game. I'm thinking high scoring. Washington, no one's been able, been able to stop Washington's offense. No one's been able to stop Oregon's offense as well. Um, their defenses have, have you know, come to play when they need to, but this just looks like two quarterbacks that are going to sling the football to their playmakers, um, and it's just going to be a back-and-forth uh, shootout in this one. But I'm still – I don't know. I just, I'm still rolling with Washington. I think Michael Penix is, has the upper hand um, as the better quarterback in this one, um, and, and I just think their offense is – Maybe a slight bit better. They haven't had a real test yet. Neither really has Oregon, but you know this will be a huge test for both You're, teams. I think Washington's you, a little bit more skilled. Are, are you saying Colorado was not a test? Uh, they were like a mini test, sort of. They Dude, were like this a, is the, a media test. I mean, I didn't even look to see what the over-under is, but it's got to be like 70. Yeah. I mean... Hold on. It's, oh, it's 67 and a half. All right. So I wasn't too far off. This is the number two and number three offenses in the country. Like yeah. if the, and again, Washington's defense is what's concerning here, right? Middle of the pack defense, Oregon's defense is much better. This is a high flying passing attack with Michael Penix with three of the best wide receivers in, in the country, two, three of the top, you know, 20 wide receivers in the country. But on the other side, Oregon runs the ball way better than Washington. And, and yeah. I love Bucky Irving. I think he's great. I love Troy Franklin on Oregon. I love Bo Nix. I like this defense. I'm going the other way, man. I'm pulling. I'm going with the Oregon upset. All right. So you go Even with the if Oregon it's in upset, Washington. I'll stand with Washington. We move on to Miami versus UNC. Uh, this one well, what is kind of Miami a- team is going to show up? This one's a big one because it's going to show, you know, was that Miami mishap at the end of the game, you know, like a season ender to where they just fall off the cliff or they have some opportunities still. They play 12th ring Carolina. They play Florida State. They play ranked Louisville. Like they still mm-hmm. have opportunities to make a name um, in the ACC. So what's going to happen with that? I already told you after we discussed the uh, debacle on last episode that I think they do kind of fall apart in this one. And I just think Drake may and UNC are, are right now one of the most underrated teams in the country. I think when you have Drake May, who's one of the best QBs, who 
hasn't even played the best that we've seen no, him play. Great. Um, yep. You know, he's thrown for a lot of yards, but has eight touchdowns and four interceptions. They've relied uh, a lot on their 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 running back, O'Marion Hampton. Um, he's been a very good addition for them. And, you know, they, they, they're they a balanced offense with a good enough defense. You know, they've, they've pretty much killed whoever they've played, you know, so far. And then they took care of Syracuse last week. Obviously, Miami will be a little bit harder to stop. I think Van Dyke is a good quarterback. They've been able to do a lot on offense. But I don't know. After that, I just believe the locker room may be a little lost. And, and I think UNC takes advantage at home. I mean, we're talking about 18, 19, and 20-year-old men or young young men. Yeah. Can you recover from that that quickly when your coach completely Fs your season? I, I mean I don't think so. I don't know. It's on, you know, again, it's 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 on the road at UNC. UNC is a better team, right? Yeah. I mean Tyler Van Dyke's been playing great, you know, but I I just I can't go at Miami. I think that this is like I said to you when when Baylor came back and scored 29 straight points in the fourth quarter to beat UCF. It was going to set us back years. I think this Miami loss is going to set them back this year. Yeah, I agree with that. So I'll go with UNC to win um, and cover yep. the three and a half. And then our primetime game, Notre Dame, is yet again um, what, in the seat. What, what do you make of this? I mean, this. Notre Dame is the most frenetic <laughs> team in college football, man. Uh, Notre Dame versus USC. Um, and Notre Dame is somehow favorited in this game after dropping two out of the last three. Did you, did you just use the word favorited? They're, How about just favorited? favorited? They're favored. favored. Sorry. Favored. favored in this one. How's that English um, class I'm, coming I'm over there? Like three hours, I'm off three hours of sleep, 6, <laughs> 6 a.m. practice this morning. I'm, I'm doing rough right now. But okay. how is Notre Dame favored in this game? Um, How against is Notre USC? Dame favored? I, I don't care if this was played on the moon. There's no way Notre Dame should be favored. I know they're at home. I know USC's defense has been fraudulent. I know they've been playing some teams close that they probably shouldn't have, um, and, and they rely a lot on Caleb Williams, but I, I just can't do it again. I can't do it again and pick Notre Dame for like the third week, fourth week in a row, and they've let me down too many times. You know, like, like Caleb Williams is going to come in and find a way to get USC this win. Uh, 22 touchdowns and one interception. Like he has been unbelievable. Lloyd, Wait, say 500 that again. yards. Say that again. Two touchdowns and one interception. <laughs> Their running backs averaging eight yards a carry. They yeah, have two wide receivers right now, over 400 yards receiving on the year. Like I just think USC, if they have to, they, they're going to have to do it in every game this season. They will outscore the other opponent, whether it's 51 yeah. to 50. I don't care what it is. I'm taking USC on the road. Look, you're, this is the number one offense in the country, right? And, Notre Dame's is 58th. Notre Dame has issues. And it just is either execution, uh, play calling, coming out under the spotlight of a headline game and showing up. Like, there's always something they do poorly or wrongly. You know, yeah. and I just, I can't, I can't go with them again either. I love Estime. I, I'm still a big fan of Sam Hartman. I don't think he has as many weapons as he needs around him, especially in the receiving game. I think Caleb Williams could, could easily could throw for 400 yards in this game. Yep. You know, and, and I'm just going to say that at the end of the game, that Caleb Williams will score more points than Notre Dame. That's that's the only way you can you can really go off of it, but I because just don't their, have any their defense faith. is going to give up scores. Yeah, I don't have faith in this Notre Dame offense. They've just found struggle. Yeah. You know, they found it a struggle to score, and I yeah. don't think that's going to work out even against a lackluster USC defense. So, all right, before before we hit the uh, you know the, the the switch on on football on mm -hmm. pro football, were you a little shocked? Again, we're not baseball fans, but were you a little shocked that Dodgers got swept by Arizona? Look, they, a lot of sweeps. Uh, the the top team in in the AL, right, was the Orioles. Yeah, if if yep. I'm correct, they got swept by the yep. Rangers. Um, yep. the Dodgers, like every year, I feel like that wasn't COVID, and they didn't year. They just disappoint in the playoffs. Yeah, swept by the Diamondbacks. Like the Diamondbacks yep. haven't been good in ages, and the one year they're good, they sweep. I couldn't them. name one. I couldn't name one player on the Arizona Diamondbacks right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you can. No, I, I swear to God, I can't. I mean, I mean, you can you name a few name names that I'm player? sure I know, but I couldn't name one off the top of my head. Not even their star pitcher? Their star no? pitcher. Uh, no. 
long hair, kind of looks like a young Degrom ish. No, no. Right. Zach Gallon. Who is it? Who? Zach Gallon. No. They, Z- I, what about Zach Gallon's a linebacker for the Cardinals, right? Isn't he? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. We're talking about baseball, but I know. Uh, what about teasing. what about uh, Evan Longoria? Long time Tampa Tampa Bay Ray is is on uh, uh, the Diamondbacks. I thought you were talking about the girl that was on Desperate Housewives. No, not her. What about Jock yeah. Peterson? They've Dude, just assembled. You, you can the, name all these players. They don't mean anything to they've, me. They've assembled the old squad. How about Mets legend Tommy Pham? How about that? Wow. The, uh, now him, I remember. Yeah, he was so, a, he uh, was a complete bust in New York. Yeah, they just got a lot of guys. They got a lot of speed. They're actually a pretty good team. You know, just looking at scores throughout the season. But well, it looks like yeah, the, the only, only, one only series going, is the Phillies Braves. Yeah, that's the only one that's going on right now, which is a great uh, series. And the Phillies are up two one. The Phillies just in the postseason just turn it up to a different. Bryce Harper just turns into a different beast. To, to, can I hate Philly sports more? I mean, yeah, is it no. possible to hate Philly sports more? Well, we'll see if they get the win tonight um, in, in game four or it goes to a game five. But um, let's move on to the NFL. Let's make our picks for week Cut. six. Um, some some fantasy advice for you. Weekly trade updates. Um, I have offered a trade um, in our big money league. Um, I'm, I'm looking to sell high on Kittle. Um, I mm-hmm. have Mr. Uh, Cole Komet on the bench. He's been doing very good. I think that he maybe has a little more room to be more consistent than Kittle. I know Kittle just had his three touchdown game, um, but you know he could go right back to the next three weeks not scoring a touchdown, which he's done before. So looking to sell on him, I have offered a trade for George George Kittle straight up for Joe Mixon to try to get a running back two. Um, my running back right now, Eckler's coming back, and my running back two right now is Gus Edwards. And if yeah. I have to start Gus Edwards another week, I'm going to lose my mind. So I have offered that, um, and the response has been, we'll think about it. So there, there could be we'll worse responses, you know? Yeah, there could be worse. I, I gave out three trade requests this week, and I got, I'll pass. Are you effing kidding me? And what are you trying to do, fleece me? And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All three of these were, ridi- hey. were like ridiculously solid trades that helped both teams. Like, what the hell? You know, if if they were real, if they wanted to trade, they would have countered offer you. They would have offered something back. I mean, what's that's, that's the problem? Why can't why can't we all just just you know offer Wait, what we want and, and compromise? Here, here, here's a perfect example. Okay, the guy I tried to trade with has Daniel Jones as his quarterback. Yeah, I offered him Joe Burrow mm-hmm. and Sky Moore for Sam Laporta. Eh? That's the number one tight end in fantasy right now. Why would he do that? It's the number one tight end for, for like a minute. All right. Kelsey and Kittle and the rest of them will be above him by the end of the year. I don't know. Stop I, looking at what happened over four weeks. But you're basically trading Joe you're trading Joe Burrow for, for Sam Laporta. Who cares? Sky Moore's never gonna start on your team. Okay. I'm not doing that. I wouldn't either, do it. But what I'm saying Sorry. is you gotta it, offer it, you gotta you gotta give him either a tight end back or you gotta give him another actual player back. I, I heard from Dalton Kincaid, he didn't jump on it. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Come on, let's work on the trades a little. Okay, all right, fine. Let's, let's go. Let's go into our, our picks for week six. Um, Thursday night, either we'll be really right or really wrong. Not I'm really pretty sure I'm going to be right on this one. Not really worried about this one. The Chiefs play the Broncos. Um, the last couple of years, the Broncos, even with them not being great and the Chiefs, you know, being this top of the AFC team, they've played them close um, a lot of the time. So, um, you know, that, that, that could be the Don't case. Don't my a thunder. Weird Thursday Don't night steal game. my thunder. I don't anticipate it. Um, I think the Chiefs have this one pretty easy. I, I see the Chiefs. Look, you know how the Chiefs kind of, you know, they lost week one. We're like, eh, did they do this thing where they get off to this slow start again? Yeah, they've won four straight. Um, and I just think they, they continue to go on this roll. Um, offensively, they've been good, except for that Jets game hiccup where, where Mahomes kind of had uh, his, his, his interceptions, whatever. He got back on track against Minnesota. Um, I think you see Rashid Rice have a good game. I, I think he's coming out as this maybe top wide receiver target, you know, outside of Kelsey. So yeah. I, you know, I would, I, I, I know I've said, you know, kind of alluding to the the plus 10 and a half, maybe because they've kept it close. No, nah, I wouldn't. I, I would just roll with KC to Wood. Well, I'm going to take KC, but I'm taking Broncos with the points. Right. And that is exactly why they play them close every year, short week. Kelsey's playing, but hobbled. 
right? And they're getting Javante Williams back. Jaleel McLaughlin on the Broncos has been a really nice surprise. He's mm-hmm. got some juice in his legs. I think that gives them the, the one-two punch that they need. They still have Sammy Pirine. You know, all the wide receivers are healthy right now. Mims is actually playing pretty well. Like I just, And Russell hasn't played terrible. If this no. defense could just stop the run, they could stay in a game. That's the that's the thing is Russell Wilson's not been the reason they lost. Russell Wilson's looked perfectly fine. This offense hasn't even looked that bad, but their defense right now is the worst in the did, NFL. Did they you can't see tackle, that they, they can't cover the pass, they can't defend the run, they're getting no. trounced. And getting this trounced. is an offense that's going to scheme for that, and I think they're gonna punish them. Well, what's interesting is they got rid of Frank Clark today. Yeah. Right? Which they're, they're I mean, looking to trade Judy, Cortland Sutton. Like they're gonna get rid yeah, they're of ready everybody. To clean they out. lose this game, they're gonna get rid of anybody. So no, no, and I think they're gonna lose the game. I just I can't I can't lay tw- ten and a half points. You know, mm-hmm. I just think that on a Thursday night, they're I just think it's gonna be closer. Um Isaiah Pacheco, I mean, you you, you gotta start him. I mean, he's yeah. been run- three straight games with a touchdown, looks great, had a hundred yard rush the you know, last or the week before last. I just think with the Broncos defense giving up what they gave up to yeah, Miami and Chicago, like you got you got to start Isaiah Pacheco tonight. All right, that's our Thursday night picks. Moving on to Sunday, we have another London game, nine thirty in the morning. The Jags aren't playing in this one, so wow. that's a little refreshing. Titans, Ravens. Uh, this one, I'm looking at two teams that again have been consistent to start the year. Have looked really good at times, but you know the Ravens had a very, very, very bad game against Pittsburgh. This was a worrisome game. Bad game against Pittsburgh, bad game against the Colts. I mean, there's been some games the Ravens just have not put it together. Yeah, haven't put it together at all. They're trying to find their identity on, on, on offense, and they just can't right now. They haven't ran the ball very successfully. Uh, they haven't passed the ball very successfully, consi- you know, consistent. Like, it's just not been very, you know, it hasn't looked pretty for the Ravens. They are 3-2, and two, though, so, you know, it's not the end of the world. But, man, I, I don't know. I think the Ravens... With, with their wide receiver room, it's definitely worrisome. You know, the drop passes, uh, they're, they're not getting much separation. They're, they're missing that, that, that number one guy. Even though Zay Flowers yep. has stepped up, he still hasn't been, in, in, you know, incredibly consistent. So, well, I, I look at this ball. one. I think, I, I think the Ravens' defense has been, has been good, but they have been, vulnerable. they have been vulnerable to the pass a little. And, you know, DeAndre Hopkins had a big breakout game. Uh, his best as the tennis as a Tennessee Titans. So I, I look to him to to build on that. You're going to see him get hot a little. I don't know. I think the Titans win this game um, in London. I, I, I like Hopkins to, you know, if you, you, you missed out on a flex opportunity to start him last week, this is your chance to, to get another one. I think he goes over a hundred yards again. So first of all, we have a awesome night, Saturday night poker with the boys, yep. cigars, a little bourbon, you know, we're going to be out late. Are you getting up early to watch this game? Maybe. Let's, let's say determined? you you wake up, you'll obviously you'll turn it on. Will you set an alarm to make sure that you're up for the game? Yeah, no, Baltimore, I won't. I won't. Tennessee. I'm sorry. I can't even lie. I was gonna lie and say, oh, yeah. no, I'm not. I, I'm not no. gonna be. I mean, I'm not this gonna game say. I'm all wake up when I wake up. No. This game sucks. I actually agree with you. I'm really falling off the Baltimore train here. I yep. don't I don't like the running game. I'm really excited to see uh Keontae Mitchell when he when he finally gets or Keaton Mitchell when he finally gets healthy. If he's not ready yet. They can't throw the ball. Lamar looks I don't know. He just looks off. The defense yeah. outside of the two linebackers, they're getting no penetration on the quarterback. Their their corners are getting toasted. I think Tennessee right now with the two-headed monster, you know I love Tajay Spears. He broke out last week. I think he continues to get more and more opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think you play him in a in a flex option. I think you play Derrick Henry. You play, uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm going to take Tennessee too. All right, go Tennessee. So we stay the same for the London games. Getting to one o'clock, we have the Commanders versus the Falcons. Um, I'm straight up. I looked at this game and I do think the Commanders bounce back in this one. Um, I, I I think that. They have to start putting it together. They've looked really good on offense in, in you know, majority of their games before the Thursday night game against the Bears where they just imploded and their defense failed them. Um, they've looked good on offense in all those games, scoring over 30 points. Sam Howell looked perfect, um, and and Brian Robinson was able to run the football. They got McLaurin and, and you know, involved Samuel the last couple weeks. Like, their offense has been pretty complete. 
their defense mm-hmm. has been right there with Denver and the worst in the league. So they're going to, their defense, it's too, ta- there's too much talent in the defensive line. They have talented linebackers to just keep allowing 30, 35 points every game. They're going to have to come down. Um, eventually, I think the Falcons team is the, you know, a team that, that they can have success against. Um, you shut down the run. You know, I just anticipate Ritter. Yes, he had a good week last week to not be that type of quarterback that can do that on a week to week basis. So I, I have the commanders in a bounce back win against the Falcons. All right. Well, we're going to finally have a flip there here. There we go. There we go. I am a big believer that if you can block the front four, you can make magic happen. This back end of the defense is atrocious for Washington. I really like the Falcons. I like I told you before the season started, I thought they were going to be a wild card team, possibly even, you know, battle New Orleans for the division title. They're three and two. And I think that these are the kind of games that if, if my prediction is right, they have to win. Right. Yeah. Desmond Ritter played great last weekend. Again, I understand it was against Houston's defense. Right. Yeah. But at least it showed the people that, hey, I can play quarterback. They have to get the ball to Bijan more. Like this is a guy that changes every bit of the game. Him, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts. If those three guys are touching the ball, you are going to have success. And I think yep. that they'll find a way to give him the ball. All right. So we go different to start the one o'clock games. That's one different. Keep the tally. Going, um, and I'm telling right now, Bijan Robinsons will ha- Bijan Robinson will be back over 20 points this week. Fantasy. All right, we go Vikings Bears. Big news of the week is that Justin Jefferson is going to miss the next four games, going on IR with a hamstring injury. There is reason to believe that. Yes, the Vikings are one and four. Um, they lose this game. They have San Fran Green Bay coming up. Um, that could really very well turn into one and seven. Uh, Justin Jefferson's unsigned, does not have a contract extension. Uh, there may not be any reason for him to play the rest of the season. So that is huge, especially talking for fantasy owners who spent the first overall pick on Justin Jefferson. He was crazy, right? showing out, having yet another good season. Um, kind of screws you. So you're really hoping the Vikings can stay afloat to give themselves a chance um, for, for a, a magical kind of postseason run after a terrible start and you got to beat the bears, right? You have to beat the, beat the bears um, and, and turn this, this losing streak around. Uh, they are favored by two and a half after that news on the road. That's a crazy line after the bears have looked great the last two weeks and finally got their first win. Justin Fields has been clicking, um, but the Vikings are favored still. And that tells me something that Vegas ain't buying the bears and Justin Fields. And I'm not quite buying it that much either. I think fields has been really good. I'm going to give him praise for that. But Jordan Addison can step up in this, man. I'm ha- Jordan Addison, you know, fancy owners are must happy start. right now because he, sl- he slots in as a must start for the next KJ Osborne, weeks. too. Mm-hmm. You have to pick up Osborne if, you know, he wasn't on a team. He was on waivers in some league. Definitely, I wouldn't yep. say a must start, but definitely a lower-end flex option if you're mm-hmm. struggling there and you need, a, like, a favorable matchup. The Bears secondary isn't great. So they're going to be thrown in this game that, you know, they, they, they have been relying on Kirk Cousins and throwing the ball all season long, no matter who is out there. So I like the, I like the Vikings in this one. Um, They're going to get a close victory here to stay afloat. Still think the bears are ending, going to end up finishing last in this division. Um, So I think the Vikings, again, it's now or never to just make some type of noise on turning this around. Um, And, and I still think without Justin Jefferson, it hurts. It's a huge piece Mm -hmm. they're going to miss, but I I still think they have offensive weapons with Kirk cousins to to score points and, and win a close game. Two questions before I give my pick. One, mm-hmm. if the Vikings lose this week, is Kirk Cousins on the Jets next week? No, I no. no? You keep saying this, and and it's cool to think about. It's an interesting. I'm just asking, just asking. No, he will be on the Vikings for the rest of the season, no matter what their record. Rest of the season, okay. Yeah. Second question: What the hell happened to T.J. Hawkinson? He's been very quiet, and this is also good news for T.J. Hawkinson fantasy owners because now he becomes probably the biggest target on this team you know and and he will resume to multiple you know double digit targets probably per week um you would put think. up some put up some numbers here he's definitely been quiet the last couple of weeks um i think some teams are, are taking him away forcing the the younger wide receivers to to do some work but yep. you know the bears haven't been good defensively really against any weapons. So I think there's this is a favorable matchup for them all to break out and have a very successful offensive week. There's something to say about confidence, mm-hmm. right? And 
you know, I like to ride a little bit of the confidence train sometimes. The Vikings don't have it. it it's no. when they had it last year, every one score game was a win, right? 11 of them in total. When 11. you don't have it, you don't think that you're going to win, and then you find ways to lose. Yep. They cannot hold on to the damn ball. They have the most unforeseen, worst-timed fumbles and interceptions <laughs> of any team this year. They really do. And on the flip side, you see confidence building over the last two weeks. Now, granted, it was Washington and Denver, right? Mm. Not exactly the juggernauts of the NFL. No. But Justin Fields and DJ Moore are finding something. Yeah, you know, for and, sure. And I told you, they got rid of the cancer, Chase Claypool, and all of a sudden this team has gotten a lot better. Right. I'm going to stick with the Bears at home. All right. I, I think the Vikings are a terrible team on the road. They like to play indoors and on their carpet. I just think that <laughs> the Bears have something going right now, and I think they're finally figured out that Justin Fields, you know, go do what you need to do, and we're going to put less stuff in your head, and we're not going to okay. try to control you, and then we're going to go. So I'm taking the Bears. All right. Works for me. So we go. And you got to think of Dante Foreman. Every time that they have had injuries on teams, whether it was Carolina or Chicago, Dante Foreman comes in, becomes a starting running back, and he always has a 100 yard game the first game he's placed. That would be kind of. He, he does. You're right. He did it for Houston all the time. He did it for Carolina. Yes. Like he really does come in and, and produce. So we'll see if he's a super he sub. Be good. All right. Yep. Seahawks, Bengals, very big game for, uh, for this week. Uh, the Bengals at home after getting back on the win track. They're two and three now. It's kind of Bengals fans are less panicking right now, but still need to get some big wins. I think the Bengals really need this win to get to Very 500 much. before this bye. Um, yes. The Seahawks are coming off their bye. Uh, they they could come out the gates a little slow. You know, not you know having an early bye not always the best thing um, in the NFL. Uh, I I just think that after that game and then the J Jamar Chase getting back on track just build some confidence. Like they needed that game. The, Jamar yep. Chase and Joe Burrow needed that explosive, dominating, you know, performance, and that's going yep. to bleed into this game as well. I think, like I said, Seahawks coming off the bye is not always a good thing early in the season. Uh, Bengals at home, I think they need it more than the Seahawks right now. I think the Bengals win um, in, a, in a, another close one. Should be a great game. And, and I, I really have to believe that T. Higgins will be back. I mean, the yeah. rib injury, he should be able to deal with should it be, by this week. Be back, and yeah. if not, Trent Irwin's played great, you know, yeah. in, in, in his stead. So uh, I, I really like the Bengals. I think they're starting to finally turn it around. Look, they did this last year. They started 0-2 last year. They turned it around. Yep. They made, the, you know, the, the NFC Championship. I, th this, this team is too loaded to not win this game at home. And I will lay yep. the two and a half. I agree. So we both go Bengals there. 49ers Browns is our next game. Uh, over under has been all over the place. The line's been all over the place because Deshaun Watson looks like he might miss another game. Like this injury kind of hasn't been uh, really all over the news, but just kind of dealing with like a shoulder injury. I, I don't know. It, How did so, it happen? It didn't happen so during a game. I think he did something at home. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, Maybe the masseuse went a little too hard on his on his shoulder, so I don't know. Or he was reaching up into the, like the top shelf of his closet to reach for all the cash, mm -hmm. you know, and he stretched too much and he hurt his shoulder. Could be that could be it. Anyway, they're going to lose to the 49ers. I think that's they're pretty obvious. The 49ers, 49ers are going to keep it going. Uh, if they, they they already said that Dorian Thompson Robinson probably won't be the starter um, anymore. If I read that right, I'm trying to remember. I, like I saw it somewhere that. They don't think that they would put him in that position to start, especially against the 49ers. They got um, one problem with that. They don't have a third quarterback. They do, though. I who? keep talking because I'm going to find it here okay. who they're going to well, start. Well, I, I, I can tell you right now, you know, I mean, other than Miles Garrett, the Browns, I mean, look, the Browns defense has obviously played well. But this offensive line, I mean, Trent Williams is, look, he, he handled Micah Parsons. He hand, he's handled everybody this year. I mean, Miles Garrett's going to be in for a long day. And and overall, right now, the 49ers are playing with perfection offensively, yeah. defensively. They're healthy. I, there's no way I'm picking Cleveland in this game. No, I'm not picking Cleveland. I'm picking the 49ers. Did you find this to... mystery third quarterback? No, because they don't have one. I'm just – I saw something. I'm going to – I'm, I'm... – you know what I saw I yesterday? Know. I saw that Jamar Chase was uh, in an altercation with his oh, coach and wanted to trade. 
There's a lot of fake shit on the internet, AJ. No. Oh, there you nope. go. Uh, PJ Walker would be the PJ starting quarterback. PJ Walker. If yes, if uh, no. Deshaun Watson can't go, so there you go. There's Great. your. I tried to find it. I saw the you tweet. Can... It is a replica source, but they say Deshaun Watson is looking to practice tomorrow and then looking that he might go for the game. I don't, I don't care. If, I don't care if Peyton Manning came out of retirement, Andrew Luck. I, it doesn't matter. This team is going to get spanked. All right. Panthers, Dolphins, another spanking here. Dolphins took care of the Giants last Please week. Explain this line. Spread. Please uh, explain this line to me. 13 and a half? You think it would be you, you think it should be like what 20 and a half? That minimally 17 and a half. Yeah. It's it's gonna be a butt whipping. I mean, the Dolphins are are just clicking right now. You know, they had the one mess up, but the Panthers, you know, this is a very early, you know, 0-17 candidate right now. This is a team that's not gonna win many games. There's just no talent on this team. Uh they're struggling to run, they're struggling to pass. It, it's just it's just a mess right now there. And and the Dolphins are a team that aren't going to show you really any mercy. Uh, and they're just going to, you know, pass run. I know a chains out. He was also another big injury news, uh, yep. but they got Moster. Jeff Wilson should be back this week as well off IR. Yep. Um, and they'll be fine. They have talent galore. My over under uh, by the second play of the third quarter. Will Andy Dalton be in at quarterback? No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think they they keep playing. Uh, they, Does they, Bryce they, Young they play the whole game? Young. Yeah, I think I think so. I think okay. I think I'll, you still got to we'll, play him. We'll 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 talk about a little side wager on that one. All right. Yeah. I mean, I still think you got to play him. I don't. I, you know, he's he's gonna have to compete. He's gonna have to. You know, he won't play see games. the end of this game. All right. We'll see. I don't really care about that. All I care about is the Dolphins are gonna win. I think we can yes. agree. Colts Jags. Uh, it's the a Jags very interesting again. game. It is. Uh, Anthony Richardson's going to be out for a pretty long time after the AC joint injury. Yeah, uh, he's, they said four to eight weeks. Right, but Minshew has two wins now. He has two of the three wins. He's the, the mustache the, man. The Colts, like he's been just as good as Richardson. He's been very, you know, very accurate. Seventy uh, percent completion. He's thrown two touchdowns. Hasn't turned the ball over. Zach Moss is running his ass off right now. They got Jonathan Taylor back. We'll see how much his workload continues to improve um but the jaguars got a big confidence boosting win over buffalo they looked defensively looked good against atlanta offensively was running the ball against buffalo they're coming together yep. this is the team that we thought we were going to see um you got to win divisional games at home against the colts they're going to win this game do it do it I'm gonna go the other way. All right. I, I listen. Go with the must. Go with the mustache man. I, I, I told you from the get go that the mustache man should have been the starting quarterback this year, and Anthony Richardson should have been on the bench watching, you know, and, and learning. Now, granted, Anthony Richardson has been better than advertised, and certainly better than I've given him credit for. So I'll give him that. But mm-hmm. I think, but I think candidly, and I mean this wholeheartedly, Minshew is a starting quarterback in this league. There are plenty of teams, Carolina, you know, uh, right now, New Orleans, yep. uh, you know, just a lot, you know, I'm, I'm blanking on a few others, Patriots, that would love to have this guy as their starting quarterback. Easily. Yeah. And I think that the way that he is getting Michael Pittman involved and the way that Zach Moss is running, and you got to believe Jonathan Taylor is going to be more involved this week. You're just and and then the defense has played so much better than I was expecting them to. Mm-hmm. I really thought this defense was going to be a sieve, and uh, DeForest Buckner and Buckner and the rest of them have really shown up. I, I'm I'm gonna just I don't know a little gut little gut feel right now. I'm taking the Colts in an upset. All right, go with the Colts in a. They divisional always play upset. the Jags tough. They always do in the AFC South. Anything can happen. So respect yep. that one. That's three different. Keep the tally. Going Saints Texans maybe we'll have another one different here maybe um close spread a a point the Texans have looked good they they lost a close game to the Falcons Saints got back on track with a dominating defensive win over New England um here's what it comes down to me the Saints defense has been unreal to mm-hmm. start this year holding teams under twenty points before their streak was snapped uh, two weeks ago uh, yep. the run defense has been incredible they haven't allowed a rusher. Yep to rush for over 60 yards yet this year. Damian Pierce 
hasn't been a, has has had a terrible you know schedule that doesn't favor him. Um, mm-hmm. He played a lot of tough defenses. They haven't been able to run the ball. They're not going to be able to run the ball in this one either. And Stroud's mm-hmm. been able to handle the workload. I'm not really like concerned about that. I'm not saying they have to run the ball to be successful. They can win this game without it. They've done it already this season. But the Saints, on the other hand, defensively have just you know put put other offenses in long third down situations. And I don't know if the Texans are exactly built for that, especially against this defense. So, you know, the, the, the Saints have been playing okay enough on offense to win games. Um, it's going to start clicking. Kamara's helped a lot. Kamara mm-hmm. is a huge piece of this offense. It's the most talented piece. Um, and he's really helping them establish a run game, be another receiver, you know, in, in the past game. So, I'll take the Saints, again, a close one. I think these are some close spreads for a reason. Close game, Saints win um, over the Texans. So this one is my lock of the week. Oh, lock of the week. week. Okay. It is time for the Texans to pay the piper. Yeah. It is time to see the talent differential of a team that I believe will win the NFC South and a team that I think will eventually be at the bottom of the AFC South. Yeah, it, it very well could be. I'm not disagreeing so, with you. It, this is a time. Look, look what Desmond Ritter did against them last week. Right. Derek Carr. This is a week. I'm telling you right now, this has to be the breakout week for Chris Olave. They have not utilized this poor bastard. He is way too talented to be throwing the ball three times a game. They are going to throw the ball. They're going to be able to throw the ball deep to him. This yep. is a game that I see a, almost a 300 yard effort from Derek Carr. I see a lot of points. I see a Big, big ass whooping. I'm calling for a 20-point Saints win. Wow. Huge Saints win. All right. Big lock of the week in a close game. I respect that. You go with the Saints. Um, We'll skip to the 4 o'clock games. Patriots, Raiders. Um, Raiders got a win. Yeah, I know. Snoozed. Raiders got a win on Monday night. It kind of was like a it was a boring game. Do you know how much that Uh, cost me? You want to? Take back your Jordan Love statement. He hasn't looked good since like week two. So I don't he know. Hasn't. He hasn't looked very good. No. And, That's why I didn't jump all over. And 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 it cost me so much, man. I, I owe drinks at happy hour tonight. I owe <laughs> money to a certain guy. I owe a favor to this girl in my office, all because the Packers did not win that game. Yeah. They they just they offensively they've been they've been struggling ever since Christian Watson came back. Um, it hasn't been very helpful. They're missing Aaron Jones. He's been no, in and out of the that's lineup. That's it. It has nothing to do with Christian Watson. It has everything to do. This team sucks without Aaron Jones. Yeah. We'll talk about them in a little, but the Raiders, you know, defensively stepped up in a big way, and it all starts with Max Crosby. Max Crosby's just been a one-man wrecking crew. If their line is able to get in, uh, they don't have to worry about their terrible secondary. So yeah. it was big, you know, for their defense to step up, their defensive line. They have playmakers there, uh, but their offense is still terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs is struggling to run the ball under three yards of carry. Their offensive line gets no push. Uh, you know, Garoppolo has, uh, you know, more <laughs> interceptions than touchdowns this year. Um, he has no connection with Devontae. Unfor- unfortunately, they're playing the Patriots. They and are. they're playing a team that's been even worse. And Mac Jones yes. has more interceptions than touchdowns. And yes. Ramadre Stevenson averaged less yards than Josh Jacobs it's under terrible. three yards of carry. Like He's terrible. This is going to be a snooze fest. Slam the under. Both teams are just offensively going to struggle to score. And I just refuse to believe Bill Belichick is going to roll over and accept getting killed every week. He scored. He's been outscored 70 to three the last two weeks. He's got to figure something out to get the run game going. You can do it against the Raiders defense. You just got to start fast. Uh, I think the Patriots find something. I don't know what it is. 14 17 points might be the only, you know, all it takes to win. I'm taking the Patriots on the road. Four different. There you go. Four different, baby. I am. The Raiders are a different team at home. The Patriots have shown me absolutely nothing. Matt Judon and Christian Gonzalez losses have destroyed this defense to the point where there is no talent left back there. I think that Devontae Adams should be able to get open every play this is a game josh jacobs can run all day long and i don't see them doing anything on offense i just i can't pick the patriots i think this is tankville time to go get a quarterback all right i uh look it's an ugly game i'm just i'm just going with the uglier team and and hoping they find something so fair uh four different there cardinals rams another kind of 
ugly-ish game. Uh, the Rams just haven't. The, the Rams are kind of like fooling us. They haven't exactly looked great, um, but they've won some games where offensively they've carried the load. Nakua, Cooper Cup looked good last week against Philly, looked but great. they weren't able to get the win. Um, they're going to have success offensively in this game as well. Uh, they're they're going to continue to throw the ball. Nakua is a start, and Cooper mm-hmm. Cup back. You know, is is going to reward fantasy owners that waited patiently for him and and I have them getting a win here over the Cardinals. Cardinals have kept kept it close in every game. They just don't have the quarterback, the offensive weapons. James Conner went on IR. Um there's some backup running backs, De Mercado that you can pick up. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I think you stay no. away. Um it's just a I'm, Cardinals offense that, you know, they they found some stuff that was working in the beginning of the season. I, I think it keeps on declining and the Rams get a win. Hundred percent. I we don't have to spend much time on this game. I think the Rams win easily. Cooper Cup coming back gives Stafford so many options now. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, to the point where they're getting rid of Van Jet. They, they traded Van yeah, Jefferson away for nothing. You know, I mean, so I, between Nakua and Kyron Williams and Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby, it's too much for the Cardinals. Yeah, too much. Uh, I, I, I this is a, a game Stafford could go bonkers. Yeah, I agree. So keep an eye on Stafford to have a big week there. Eagles Jets um, right now is is a is a intriguing game. You know, Eagles by seven on the road is the line. Uh, the Jets again. We said that they needed a big win in in Denver. Zach Wilson looked you know okay. Didn't mm-hmm. lose the game for them, but didn't really build upon his Chiefs game. Um, this would be a very you know a, a very good game for him to build upon that Chiefs game even yep. more um, and compete with a team like the Eagles, a team like the Eagles that have control the time of possession um have, have limited you know bad plays and then shooting themselves in the foot and it's it's ultimately got them to a 5 and 0 record and and they've looked you know pretty solid but not unbeatable not like the 49ers they haven't looked unbeatable um they just look like a very good solid team that has a lot of talent um this Jets defense is going to give the Eagles probably the biggest fits that they've had so far in the season they haven't played a a, a defense like the Jets and the Jets defense has been very solid even with the Aaron Rodgers injury going down and being on the field a lot more than they probably had hoped. It's going to be intriguing to see if Zach Wilson can can keep improving or was it just a fluke on Sunday night? It'll be a big tell. I'm still taking the Eagles to win, uh but look for this to be a close game and a possible upset. Uh the Jets I will take to cover the 7 points. Keep it a one score game. I I I like everything you just said. I think the problem with taking the Jets is that w- what does Zach Wilson have a problem with? Yeah. Teams that can give him a lot of quarterback pressure. Correct. And you're dealing with one of the top three defenses to yeah, give pressure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and he had a nice clean pl- pocket last week. He had a nice clean pocket against Kansas City for the most part. That's when he was able to, you know, do some damage. I don't yeah. see that happening. You know, while the Jets can hold, the, you know, maybe Swift down, maybe make Jalen Hurts beat them. Just cover AJ Brown, please. Please just cover this poor guy. <laughs> I am him. begging the Jets to come and pull off an upset. I just I can't pick it. Yeah. No, I mean I, I can't pick it either, but you know, you, you hope and pray. We'll be hoping to hope pray. and pray, man. Hope and pray. All right. This is actually game of the week. Fox game of the week. A, a big NFC battle against the two most surprising teams in the NFC. The Detroit Lions go to Tampa uh for Lions Bucks. A very big game. I, I'm, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, this is going to be a game that shows who is the realer out of the two teams that have surprised. Is it the Baker Mayfield-led Buccaneers who have looked very impressive that this, this is still their division. They haven't really gone away. Their mm-hmm. old you know, veterans have been playing you know, just like they have um, in the Tom Brady era and, and before that. And it's just kind of been very surprising. But Godwin Evans has been off to a crazy good start. Like they... I've just been clicking on all cylinders and then the lions, you could even say more for them and the same stuff. Their offense, we knew would be good going the season. Their defense was a question mark in the last couple of games. They've looked unreal. Yep. That defensive line has come together. Aiden Hutchinson's been a wrecking man. Um, and they've just, they've just kind of right. dominated every game that they've played, you know, so far that they've won. Um, this won't be one of those games for the lions. This is going to be a close game. I don't think they can go out and dominate, especially a defense. That's going to bring pressure on Goff and, and maybe make him uncomfortable, which nobody has done so far nope. this season. I think that catches the Lions by surprise in this one. Um, mm. I'm taking Baker Mayfield at home, 
and the Bucks to get a win to slow the Lions down. None of this, you know, Lions, the Lions are a good team, very good mm-hmm. team. None of this, you know, uh, uh, yeah, they're going to, you know, end the, the this little Lions, you know, good start this season. No, they're not going to end. They're just going to put a little damper in it and, and give them a loss and, you know, everything will be fine. But I, I just believe that the Bucks at home, Baker Mayfield rolling, um, their defense is going to make Goff uncomfortable. He might struggle in this one. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it that way. No, no, you don't? I don't. I, I think okay. uh, I'm more inclined to believe that Jared Goff, with the weapons he has, will be able to replicate his early success more than I have confidence with Baker Mayfield just coming out every week and looking like a player we haven't seen for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Mike Evans has played amazing. The linebackers have played phenomenal. They're coming off a bye, so they're getting a little um, less, uh, what should we call it, uh, le- less injured, you know, and, and getting a little more healthy is the word I was looking for. But Amron St. Brown is back, you know, yes. and Jamison Williams is back. And yeah, Montgomery Gibbs has be been, back and Gibbs well. will be back. And Montgomery has been absolutely unbelievable. So, I, I think the Lions are rolling right now. I, mm-hmm. Both sides of the ball, they're a better team than Tampa Bay, and I just think that they are not, they're not falling to weaker competition right now, and I think that trend continues. By the way, I forgot. Jameis Williams had two catches last yes, week, so please don't start him in fantasy. It's not, not worth, that, no. especially with Amon St. Brown. Like I know everyone was stashing him, hoping that something would happen. I think with the injuries, no. I think you know he's just not going to be the same player they drafted him, and he's not going to live <sighs> up to the hype. He might have oh, a boom play here or there. He's never going to give, you know, consistent uh, numbers on no, this team. I couldn't put him in my starting lineup. All right, Sunday night, let's make this very quick. Giants, Bills, um, the amount of guys out for the Giants. And we're not even talking good guys. Like, Daniel Jones <laughs> is out. Um, Andrew Thomas out. Um, multiple offensive linemen and linebackers out. Um, they've all been horrible. So I don't even know if being out is is good or bad for them at this point. It uh, doesn't matter. The Bills are rolling um, even after a rough loss to the Jags, but it was a close one. Uh, they'll get back on track on this one, 14 and a half, lay the points. They'll, they'll blow them out Sunday night. Uh, this yeah. one definitely should have been flexed. There's nothing appealing about this Giants team whatsoever. No, there's nothing. That's all I'm going to say. Get that's to the Cowboys. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's I'm it. Just, no, just terrible. So are we four different on the week as we get to Five. the Cowboy game? Five? Five. Five different as we, as we get to the Cowboys? Monday night football football for the embarrassing Dallas Cowboys. The rematch game against their ex-offensive coordinator. I can't believe they're favored in this one. Two and a half on the road. I was kind of surprised at that, too. After the embarrassing loss. Eckler back. Eckler back. Chargers coming off the bye. They've looked okay. I know the... You know, it won't be the Cowboys can't possibly get out coached in this game, right? They can't possibly by Brandon Saley. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you, I, I, that might make me a little confident in the Cowboys, you know, pick this week. Um, it, look, I said it on the last episode. It will. It just won't surprise me if Dak comes back and has a bounce back game. You know, maybe goes for a three hundred yard game. They go for a passing attack. They let him air it out a little more. You can you can do that against the Chargers. You know, you're yes. gonna have to uh, air the ball out. They've been struggling defensively through through the pass attack um and if i'm and not mistaken their, aren't they last in the league in pass yeah, defense last, yeah i think they're last in the league pass defense so yeah they've been struggling to say the least um and it, it should be a game that dak can respond um and and definitely bounce back but again it doesn't change my stance on dak and what happened last week i'm just not anticipating him doing that against big teams but against the chargers defense sure he could you know bounce back have a good game i i i hope you know, after the terrible comments by Jerry Jones saying that he doesn't really understand why they need to get it to CD Lamb. Lamb. He was like, they want to spread it around. I'm like, don't, no. don't you think some of that was just bullshit that he was just, just putting Jerry out Jerry Jones there is just and... an idiot. He's just an idiot. And... No, but like, I, I don't think it was an idiot. I think maybe it was like almost like. No, the answer. No, he is an idiot because the answer should have been, yeah, he's damn right. No, what I'm saying is maybe it's just a little bit of a, hey, don't look over here. CD's, you know, we, we want to get it to everybody. And then the game plan is get the ball to CD 15 times. All right. If that's the case, on Tuesday, I'll come out and I'll, I'll come on and I'll apologize to Jerry Jones. I don't okay. know if that's the case. I hope it is. But 
Again, he doesn't target, make these comments without thinking about them. Targets target CeeDee Lamb, and I promise you, if the Cowboys target CeeDee Lamb 10-plus times and he goes over 100 yards, they win this game. It's the recipe to success. Screw the run game. I've already ditched it. That's been a common theme <laughs> with the Cowboys the last couple of years. Throw the ball, um, throw it to CeeDee Lamb, and they should be able to get a win against the Chargers. I, I, I am picking the Cowboys. And I'm picking them because I finally think that Tony Pollard is going to have a good game. Like, I think that the Chargers, look, Khalil Mack, who was completely in la-la land the first three weeks of the season, obviously had his six-sack, you know, game last week uh, or the week before the bye. And and that's great. But that is not going to happen this week. You know, I mean, I don't don't think that the pressure from him, and I believe Joey Bosa might be out, um, I just, uh, I'm not 100% sure about that, but I just don't think that we're going to have an issue moving the ball. Yeah. My bigger concern right now is on the defensive side. No Van Der Esch, no Jaron Kurt, or not, um, no Donovan Wilson, no, um, just, uh, uh, we're, we're starting to get a little bit, thin. uh, At the yeah, a little thin, a little thin. The back side, yeah. Yeah, so I'm a little concerned. I certainly feel a little better that Mike Williams is obviously playing. I'm not that concerned about Quentin Johnson because they haven't figured out how to throw him the ball yet. But certainly Josh Palmer and, and certainly Keenan Allen are, are ridiculous weapons. And, and having Austin Eckler back is a major problem for mm-hmm. us. You know, I mean, those are the guys, C-Mac and Saquon Barker, that usually, you know, pretty much kick us right in the teeth. Yeah. I don't know what the game plan is going to be. I, Dan Quinn better have something dialed up, baby. You got you to gotta respond in this game. Coaching, gotta. players, it's got to all come together and respond because you, you go into this by three and three, um, it's just, it, it's just gonna, it's not the end of the, it's not the end of the world, but look, we've talked about this before this team, you know, settling for mediocrity and, and just, you know, being average is not what this team is, is going for. So it is definitely a, a I, bad I've feeling. Nev- I that, hate saying in case. week six, but it is a must win. Yeah. It's just a, it's, it's a, a must, must win. Look at the end of the day. Yes. You got to win, but it's a must it's a must show effort and show that these this offense can can be lethal and this defense can be lethal and they they can both play a a complete game at the same time. You you have to listen, like you said, we're going into our bye week, right? And if you kind of look at the schedule coming up for Dallas, after the bye, we have the Rams and Philly. So two tough games, both mm-hmm. I think, you know, again, obviously winnable, but if we can get the win here before and two, at worst, if we split, we're five and three. Then we have the Giants, Carolina, Washington, Seattle. Like right. it sets up well no, for us is, because yeah. the. But we have to it's win this game. game. Yeah, have to win this game. game. Have to win should, this game. Should be going. We'll see if uh, we'll see what the the Cowboys bring. But again, not going to be easy. High power. Most important. Most important. Are you ready to bring your poker A game this weekend? I am. I am. I have some some strategies going in. Um, you know, will I be bluffing? Will I not? That's that, that will be, uh, that will be what's determined, I guess. Just remember Papa ain't, ain't covering your bag. Oh, of course. No, of course not. <laughs> will you be bluffing or not? Dude, you, you're just gonna have to wait and see, man. Right. I'm a wild we'll card. See. All right. We'll see everybody on Tuesday. Hopefully, uh, I extend my lead in the picks this week. Yeah. <laughs>